My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Hey, bloggers. Less than a week ago, I shared with you what I would do if I were starting a new blog today. And in that episode, I talked about a plan for the first 10 weeks. What I want to share with you today is part two of that series and what I would do for the next two weeks. So week 11 and week 12. Let's jump in. I'd spend one day picking out an email marketing system. There's a lot of them out there. There's ones that are great. There's ones that are not so great. And maybe what we need to do is have another podcast about what I think makes a great email marketing system. The one thing that I would say to you up front is that you want to find one that will allow you to have multiple lead magnets. That's the trick to growing your list is having uh, multiple lead magnets. If you've not heard me talk about this before, go look up the podcast episodes on that. I know that MailChimp does not allow you to do that. I want to love MailChimp. They're an Atlanta company. I'm an Atlanta girl. Uh, but just I just don't think it's the best solution for us bloggers. So look for an email marketing system that allows you to have multiple lead magnets, and don't jump on the first one you find that's really cheap because there's not a lot of price difference between them out there. And if you're interested, my tool of choice is Drip. You can find it at getdrip.com and I'll put a link in the show notes below. And yes, they absolutely allow you to have as many um, pop-up lead magnet uh, capture screens forms as you'd like. Then I would spend two days building a lead magnet that would be a catch-all. So an overarching, all-encompassing lead magnet that basically goes on every page of my site until I pull it off of a page for a topic cluster specific lead magnet. So this one overall overarching lead magnet, I would craft that And then I would look at the topic clusters that I identified in that first three weeks of blog creation, and I would identify the lead magnet that I would want to create for each of those topic clusters. You don't have to create them in these two days. You're just creating the one overarching lead magnet, but you want to identify what the topic cluster lead magnets will be. After that, I would spend a day developing an annual editorial calendar for my newsletter. So I would hope that you would want to send out an email every week. That's what I do. I think I found it to be the best, most engaging cadence uh, for my audience and the most lucrative for our business. So think about doing a weekly newsletter, line out 52 weeks of the year, the first thing you want to do is go in and fill in those um, that uh, the seasonal dates for each one of your um, newsletters that's appropriate for your niche, if there are any seasonal times, and then fill those up. We've also got a podcast on how to 
um, develop that newsletter editorial calendar. So take a look at that if you want more information. But by the end of that day, you should have 52 topics identified. And don't forget now, in the first 10 weeks, you crafted 22 posts, 21, 22 articles. So you'll want to make sure that those articles get spread across your editorial calendar, probably sooner rather than later, unless you are building something uh, date specific or seasonal. Uh, So don't forget about those. And then you might take a look at the keywords that you've identified that you want to write for going forward and what that editorial calendar looks like, or at least that that planning calendar and assign them across uh, all of the weeks as well. The next thing I would do, spend two days developing your second lead magnet. So this is going to be the first topic cluster specific lead magnet. And so I give you two days because number one, you've got to create that new lead magnet, but you're also going to need to implement a special workflow or a split in your workflow um, in order to make sure that it's only being presented on the articles that it aligns with. So if it's a topic cluster is about vegetable gardening, then you only want this to show up on those vegetable gardening posts. In my tool, in Drip, I do that by assigning the URLs that uh, this lead magnet becomes visible for. All of the tools will let you uh, allow you to do it differently. And I know your first question is probably, well, I have identified five topic clusters. Which one do I create first? And the answer is, which topic cluster did you cover most predominantly when you created those first 20 some odd pieces of content? That's the first one that you want to target. So that's two days because you're learning how not just you're not just creating the lead magnet, but you're also learning how to and, and implementing the new workflow that will deliver that topic cluster specific lead magnet. Then I'd spend another day building the third lead magnet. So this would be the second topic cluster specific lead magnet and implementing that. It should be a lot easier now that you already have one under your belt. So at this point, you've got an overarching lead magnet. You've got uh, two topic cluster specific lead magnets, and you've got an editorial calendar for your newsletter. So now we're going to take a little break from email marketing, and we'll spend two days working on what I'll call secondary channels for your blog promotion. Now, for most of you, the most obvious would be Instagram, TikTok, and uh, maybe Facebook. I would include YouTube in that grouping if you decide that you're going to do video and you want video up on YouTube, shorts or or horizontal uh, long-form video. Maybe you want to create a Facebook group for your uh, blog or your your topic. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that interview with Brandy Gleason about the power of Facebook groups, please do that. Maybe you want to set up a podcast. I've been encouraging people uh, to set up a podcast, especially because this is a point in history where demand is extremely high. Supply of consistent podcasts are very low. It's a beautiful time to get in. I would encourage you, please do not pick all of these things. I think 
um, you just want to pick a handful that you're going to be able to focus on, that you're going to be able to be really, really good at. And you don't want to spread yourself too thin across all of those different opportunities. It's it's kind of customary, I think, for for bloggers to think, PR to think, advertising to think that if we call ourselves a content creator, we are just ace of spades across all of those channels. And I, I don't know where that that thinking came from. It's just not possible to be the best at all those things unless you have a, a huge team of people helping you out. As a one or even two, three, four person show, you don't have all those skill sets in your repertoire. Ooh, I said it correctly the first time. You don't have all those skill sets. You don't need all those skill sets. You don't need all those channels in order to make money at this job. And so I don't know where that's come from, but I'm I am here to 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 put a stop to say, you know, let's stop that. Let's get in a habit of when we want to work with a brand or a partner that we say, here are the three things I'm really good at and that I focus on. And when they are looking for something else that you're not good at and not focused on, don't go chasing that shiny penny. Worry about your special super secret sauce. Tell them the benefit of what that is. And if they don't see the value in it or that's not what they're looking for at the moment, move on. I think we've just spread ourselves too thin trying to do all the things. And I don't know, there's no other there's no other business I can think of where we're expected to do all the things and not just do them, but be just incredibly good at all of them. And I just think what happens is we become mediocre at all of them at best, instead of just really, really shining on what we're good at. So don't pick all of these, please. And I even hesitate to bring up Instagram and TikTok because you know how I feel about all that. But obviously, there are people who are great at it, people who love it, people who are being successful at it. Just don't let those things draw your attention away from the task. Okay, so Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook group, podcast, what else is out there? Threads and Twitter, I know, or X, I guess. Um, whatever you think is right for your business that does not include all of them, that does not even include 80% of them. Let's let's say, let's put a 50% rule on, 50% or less. Set those up, find the right scheduling tools, build your profiles, et cetera, et cetera. So you got two days to whittle down the list and set them up and uh, set up your scheduler for those. Then I'd spend another day. Well, you'll notice in that list, I didn't include Pinterest because Pinterest is just like YouTube really is not a social media tool. It's another search engine. And it is something I really, really buy into. And I would encourage you to do that as well. So I would spend a day working on your Pinterest plan. That might include designing what your pins are going to look like, creating a series of boards that you think would work well with the niche that you're in and the topic clusters that you know that you have, um, deciding what your your repinning schedule is going to look like. And it might include also looking for help. So I don't do Pinterest. Um, 
I hire it out. So our, we absolutely have a Pinterest strategy, but that includes um, using a company called Virtual Powerhouse. I'll put a link to them in the show notes. I've been using them maybe six years, maybe six years. And I absolutely love them. What I like about them is that um, I now make more money than I spend. So when I look at how many page views I'm getting from Pinterest times my average RPM, that is more than what I pay virtual powerhouse. Now, when I started back with them six or maybe eight years ago, I don't remember, uh, I I got my return back very quickly. I think Pinterest is a different animal now, and it might take you a little bit longer to get that return, uh, but the return is there for sure. And so I'd encourage you to look them up if you don't want to handle it, but you definitely need a Pinterest strategy. So that's one day. The second day, then I would spend developing, or the second day of this Pinterest uh, strategy, I would spend developing my pins for those 20 some odd posts that you created earlier uh, in uh, the the month before and add them to the boards and just begin pinning. You're going to want to use that design, that Pinterest template design that you created the day before. If you're not familiar with this at all, Canva is a really fabulous place to uh, build those pins. Um, and that's where uh, where our team builds them. So you've got two days left, if we call this a full two-week plan, and that is left for content. So two weeks uh, in this plan, I'm giving you two days to write content. The point here being you want to begin to create a schedule or a pattern where you're writing and publishing a piece of content every week. I know once we're getting started, we really want to go back to the last couple of weeks where you're creating three articles a day, um, or I'm sorry, three articles a week. You want to put out a lot more content than that. If you want to do that, go ahead and do that. But I would say don't do it at the to the point where you're not doing the other things that I mentioned here because getting yourself ready uh, to collect email addresses, getting yourself set up on those secondary channels, um, getting Pinterest set up, those are just as important as creating your content because once you begin writing the content, um, uh, you know if you're writing content every day or every other day, you're you're not going to have time to do those other things, and you're going to get in a mindset where you don't need them, and you're going to look back, and it's going to be 18 months, and you still don't have your email list set up. So I want you to commit to writing one article a week right now, while you're getting all of these other things set up. If you want to write more, do that, but don't don't do it until you do all these other things first, and then. Once we get through these first 100 days, I'm going to cover the rest of it with you in in a part three this week. Uh, Once you get through these first 100 days, then, then you can build a cadence for content, for new content creation that works for you. But so many people just focus on writing the content, which obviously is a really important part, but they do it to the detriment of their business because they, that they, put their focus there and they don't focus on anything else. And I don't want that for you. This is not just a blog. This is a business and it takes a lot more than just content creation. So let's focus on these other things, but 
absolutely commit to one article a week right now. Okay, so that is your next two weeks. So the first 10 weeks, I got you covered in that blog, uh, the starting a new blog podcast from last week. And this is your next two weeks. And then we'll finish out your first 100 days and a upcoming podcast episode. I hope this served you. If you're using this strategy to build a new website, please come over to the private Facebook group and let me know. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.